Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, welcome to Shit They Don't Tell You. We're a CastBox original produced in partnership with Studio 71. CastBox happens to be the fastest growing, highest rated podcast app on both iOS and Android. That's where you can find all your favorite podcasts. You can listen to Shit They Don't Tell You wherever you get your podcasts, but we hope you give CastBox a shot because we think it's the best. It is the best. It's better than sex. Let's not. It's better than sex. Why didn't anyone tell me? Hello, welcome back to Shit They Don't Tell You with Nikki. Yo, I'm Steve Green. And today it's just us. We don't have a guest. We got canceled on big time. <laughs> so. But we, we, I actually like it because I think it's kind of cool to just have one where we're just talking to ourselves because we, we like talking to each other, which is weird. Because we're in a relationship and we see each other all the time. You think we get sick of each other. No, I love talking but to him. I actually really love fact, talking to him. In fact, nothing to me happens in my life unless I can confirm it with Nikki. Yeah, it's true. When I experience something and he's not there to see it, it's like it never happened. Yeah, it really is that way. It's very weird. We're so gross. Right? <laughs> no, like, and you're going to Vietnam soon, too. And I'm like, damn, will it even be real? I know. Because I'm, I'm not going with you. You're not going. So did I even really go to Vietnam? I know. I feel like not. I feel like like I feel okay about it now, but when you're there, I'm gonna be so bummed. I know, me too. Because it, yeah, it's cool. Like the pictures look amazing. There, it's like a tropical beach, and we're on there at a five star resort <laughs> with all this like cool food and stuff. But how cool is it if you're alone during? It? I know that's weird. That's <laughs> weird. And I'm going to Florida alone. Yeah, that's true. But, but you'll I'll be with, with people. Yeah, you'll day. be with people. So. so today I thought since it's just you and me that we talk about relationships because I feel like that's probably the strongest area of both of our lives. I don't think – I never have to worry about our relationship. It is the one area of life where we are wealthy. Yes. 
like I feel like that's always been the poorest area of life in all my other relationships where Same. it's like I'm trying to get work done, but then something shitty is happening in my relationship and I can't concentrate because I got to focus on this thing that happened. And, and is he going to text me back? Is he going to be home? Am I going to have to track him down? What's he going to be doing? I have to worry about it. Yeah, it's like the one place where I'm like, I don't have to sweat that. I can't yeah. worry about other shit. I honestly never worry about our relationship ever. I you could walk into a room full of strippers and I don't even And I often blink. do. Yeah. And Sometimes she blink. I'm just like, hey, why don't you go walk into a room full of strippers? Yeah. And I'm like, absolutely. You haven't done it in a while. All right, I'll do it. <laughs> um so the, the relationship is like a really broad topic and we've brushed on it a couple times with some of our guests. So to just kind of pick a smaller subtopic within that spectrum um i thought we'd talk about like our shitty relationships that helped make uh, or so find a good yeah basically i Jesus. mean basically i felt like because a lot of people they really want a partner they really want to find they really want to find the one you mm-hmm. know yeah and they're like well how did you find the one and it's like well you don't know the one or at least i didn't until i found all the not ones correct you know, and um, and so going through those relationships, I no longer feel like it's just something people say when they're like, I'm so grateful for my shitty relationships because it helped me learn what I want. I always thought that they were just saying that to, like, try to find some good out of a dark thing. But now I really believe that's true. I really am super grateful for all the relationships that didn't work out that I really wanted to work out. That, yeah, like, but you didn't I was, know. Yeah, I yeah, really I thought I was You're in love to make, with them. It's like um, it's like you got a shitty car and you just keep fixing it and trying to make it work with this car. And it's like you picked that car and you really loved that car. You love the color. You love the size. You love the shape. And you it, you want it to be the one so bad. And you could spread out in that car. It was great. I could f- fit in that car so well. So well. And, and you're comfortable with it. Even the shitty parts of it, you're like comfortable with it. And it breaks down all the time, disappoints you all the time. But you're, like, you're like, I know if I kick it right here and I kind of like loosen some screw here. If I like, jimmy a little bit, we'll it'll get work. it going again. It's perfect. And then I'm happy. And one day you sit down in a 2013 Mini Cooper <laughs> and you're like, this is what I've been missing. And that's Nikki. She's my 2013 <laughs> Mini. Hard top. Oh, not even upgraded to the cool consoles, huh? No, no, no. I, I, no, I want the standard base model. <laughs> the base model. Yeah, just, just Wi-Fi. <laughs> and you try to add like a little USB for your phone and it. <laughs> yeah, I got to get a dongle. <laughs> that's Nikki. She's my, she's, she's my dongle. I'm your Cooper with a dongle. That's it. <laughs> Uh, but yeah. really, you know, you don't know. Like, I would have been happy just driving my shitty truck my whole life, but then I found my yeah, mini. Yeah, trying to make it work because if that those times that the truck got you to your destination, you were like, oh, see, I like this truck. Exactly. Like driving L.A. traffic with a, ma- on a manual stick shift, <laughs> fucking wanting to kill myself. But you don't realize how much easier it could be until you actually get the right car. Crawling out of my truck, wanting to die. Literally wanting to die. If you think we can't my make this... My left leg, like having hold the clutch down for two and a half hours in LA traffic, and I army crawled out of that thing, and I was like, oh lord, take me. Just take... And if you think we can't keep this car analogy going the entire episode, you're, you're wrong. You're about to find out how right how right you are. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, I think I learned like a little bit from each relationship, you know? Uh, the ones that hurt me the most were the ones that that you'd need to learn from, I think. Yeah, I mean, to me, it's all such a big mixed blur now of, like, sameness mm-hmm. because everything was so uh, disappointing compared yeah. to you that Aww. it's all just a big smear blurb of, like, shitty – it's like I ate bad food my whole life, you know, <laughs> until I found you this great restaurant. You still eat bad food, actually. You this still eat analogy. really bad food. That's true, and I cook bad food. Yeah, uh, you, know, you eat the Nikki's bad food. Nikki's not with that you me cook. for my cooking. I'll tell you that right now. Def- definitely not. It's a goddamn guarantee. But unless she wants, 
defrosted chicken and vegetables. No way, dude. I definitely don't. Yeah. Defrosted don't... on the pan, by the way, because I go from freezer to freaking already the on the on the grill. Yeah. yeah. And it's very, very shocking to walk into that if you were outside your home before and then you walk into she, your home. But then this bitch cooks broccoli, so she has no right to I talk about smell. I give you a warning. I give you a broccoli warning. She has no warning. right. Literally none. <laughs> I give you a broccoli warning. But dating is awful. We're both relationship people. What, are, what, are, what does that mean? What do you mean? When people who are like, what do you mean relationship people? I want to be a relationship people. It means that like, there's some people that really like being single. And they're right. like, I don't want to give up my single life. And they freaking love it. And so they, really like, codependent they go party all the time. I think those people are more codependent. They're more p- codependent on socializing and like getting their uh, self-esteem from being social. I just like being on my by myself unless there's someone that kind of builds on that. Yeah, for sure. You no. know? Yeah, yeah. The yeah. person that, I want, that I'm dating is, should be like my best friend. That we like like the same shit. We, can, we like the same activities. We see life the same way. Yep. And whatever I already like, they just make it even better. That's what I like. Um, that's what's fun about you is I, I can't wait to hear your take on it. You yeah. Know I mean? It's like, oh, I wonder what Nikki's going to think about this. And I think that's the problem that some people have, people that are codependent. I think that they like the idea of a relationship um, or they they romanticize a relationship over finding the right person. Do you know what I mean? Sure, yeah. So instead, they, they just try don't, to make that they don't want to be lonely instead of finding the right person. Yeah, and I really think that you have to get to know yourself and like who you are in order to find somebody that complements that. And the only way you get that is by you know being single and not jumping from relationship to relationship. So I feel like the relationships that I was in, I loved being in a relationship, but I loved the best friend aspect of it. And I was just once I lost my best friend, I just wanted to find a best friend again. So. that's how you get into a bad relationship. That's true. (laughs) You know, it's just finding somebody that you kind of mesh with and then you're like, yeah, yeah, you're my best friend. For sure. Um, Whereas the time alone and being single but not being a party single is when you find yourself and then you're able to, like, get into a healthy relationship. I agree. That's it? That's all yeah. I got. Wow, this is really fun just being you and yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no questions, nothing to agree. Nothing. Well, I don't disagree with you. Okay, we can just nod your head. Nobody no, can see that. I'm, I'm here. Here's my reaction to that. We're you know fighting. We're is? fighting. We're fighting. I'm nodding again. <laughs> I hate this. Right? No, what I, I think um, until we got together, though, and this is so corny, but um, I didn't even know what, like, what love was and shit. Oh, my God, Dag. Yeah, so so I didn't um, cause cause it cause it should be easy. I yeah. think I feel like, and a lot of people, you know, the whole like, I mean, I, we know so many people who break up like every three months or whatever. Yeah, and if you're one of those people who, who breaks up all the time, like man, you it, gotta really step back and take recognize. a look at what you're in, because there's a reason why this is happening so much. It's because it just ain't making it. Maybe right, like. Cause I, cause it, like our relationship, we really don't fight. We have no. little quibbles and shit. But I will say, the first year we fought a lot. Yeah, but we didn't understand. But each that other. was just because we were projecting our old relationship right. into a new relationship. We just didn't understand each other yet. And, yeah. And then once we we were like aha with each other, mm-hmm. it became easy. Yeah. And that's how I think. I mean, that's my. I got very lucky with this, but that's how I think it all should be. I also think that if people don't sit down and recognize patterns, I had a I didn't realize that I had such a shitty pattern of people that I would fall in love with um, until I looked back on my old journals and realized that I was dealing dealing with the same exact problems in every relationship. 
I just thought I just kept finding shitty relationships. And a lot of people do that where they're like, oh, I just can't find the right person. Every guy I find is an asshole or every girl I find is an as a bitch and they only want my money or like the guys only want sex or whatever. And I think it's important to acknowledge that you're the one seeking that pattern. Like you're the one that continually attracts the same type of person. What are they doing? How do and, they fix it? Well, you got to find what it is inside you that is attracting that person. Like why do you keep falling for this guy that is an asshole or that treats you wrong or that cheats on you or whatever the same type of guy over and over again and a lot of times it has to do with stuff that happened in your childhood psychological issues stuff to to do with your parents and the relationship you had with them and um and just taking a second to figure out what you don't like about the people that you've been in relationships with or been dating instead of romanticizing what you did like you know, yeah. a lot but of that's, people but go, that's part of the problem, though, is you have to find out what you don't like the hard way. Yes. And but but thankfully you can't like like um, a lot of people get married way too early, I yeah. feel like. And then they just sort of make it all work because that's what marriage is. Right. Like you're supposed to just make it work no matter what, because I got married to this person. Yeah. And they don't know that they're trying to force a marriage, which is which is pretty, pretty. Nuts. Yeah. And look, there's always going to be something that you don't like about the person. Like there's so much I don't like about. Steve. Oh, there's so much. There's I don't like, like about a whole you. No list idea. of things I can't like, stand. Like, let, don't get me started. Don't know. even get us started on each other. But but I mean, um, that there's always going to be like little annoying things or whatever. What, but do, what do you got? What's annoying? I actually about me? don't have anything. See, about I don't really have anything. About you. <laughs> but but you know when I I think when they're saying try to make a marriage work, I think you should to a point try to make a marriage. Well, that's work. kind of our joke with each other because and maybe we're you know I don't know man I feel weird, but it's like uh, we always joke with each other like man we got to make this marriage work. Yeah. But we it's like easy. It's, yeah, pretty pretty easy. But I'm saying. There are things that you shouldn't settle for. So you can put up with uh, the fact that someone doesn't put their freaking toothpaste cap on the toothpaste. Or you can put up with with someone who puts clothes all over the bedroom floor for no reason. Or maybe somebody that uses a knife and fork on a nonstick pan. Or perhaps someone, I don't know, just some rando person... (laughs) Who has water bottles all over the inside of her fucking car so that every time you sit into it, there's an audible crunch sound. And those aren't my water bottles. Oh, really? Well, yeah, who's maybe, are they? Because I don't buy I water bottles. I think they're bottles. my husband's. I don't buy water ever. Oh, you never get a I don't even j- drink water. When you're on other people's shows and podcasts, you don't bring the water bottles into the car? Maybe, maybe sometimes, yeah, you do. but I don't even know if I do it. <laughs> I have a reusable water bottle because I'm environmentally Look, conscious. I never know what's in my hands, okay? This is true. True fact about me, by the way. One time, I walked a remote control to the neighborhood pool. <laughs> I had it in my hand the whole time, and I'm yeah. walking with it to the pool. And then I didn't realize I even had the family remote in my hand until I was taking off my shirt. And I was like, "What the fuck? I'm holding the remote." One time, I called. So my, my brother's laughing because he knows it's true. One yeah. time, I couldn't find my phone, so I called my phone from my phone that was in my hand. Holy <laughs> Jesus. I wish no that was excuse. fake. I wish no that excuse. was fake. One time I found it in the refrigerator. <laughs> yeah. No, Nikki's one of those people where um, she'll she'll just have been holding something. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, where is it? I was just, I don't understand. I was just holding this thing like, like yeah. not even 30 seconds and ago. And I was just holding it. And then it's it. completely and utterly disappeared it's from our It's completely life. gone. Where is it? I don't know. Nowhere. 30 seconds ago she had it. And now I guess it's in outer space. It's actually gone. Like, I actually get fucked with. I actually get 
gaslit by the universe yeah all we the got time. some gnomes or something but we got a gnome <laughs> infestation or something but so i'm saying there's things there's little things that are like whatever annoyances but they're not they're nothing they're petty um that you can that's like part of a relationship just, you're not gonna find someone that's exactly like you you're gonna find someone that's exactly perfect exactly okay, get like, over exactly it. perfect like me get over it <laughs> but but there are things that you shouldn't settle for that i think people do because of the notion that they should try to make something work mm-hmm. and that there's always going to be something wrong with the person so i'll just settle for this and there there are standards that you can have and you can find somebody that doesn't do the big things that are not healthy for a relationship like i am shocked at how many people so my ex-boyfriend cheated on me and that was the first time I ever was My cheated ex on. cheated on me too. And I, I, I when I went to tell people about it, I was shocked at the amount of people that were like, yeah, people cheat. They were like, yeah, yeah some yeah, people yeah. cheat. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Yeah, people lie. I'm well, yeah, like, that's life. What? Okay, people are going to lie. People are going to cheat. I don't cheat and I don't lie. Like, so to... And like I even had a, a very cheap psychologist tell me this. It was it came with my really shitty it was insurance. A deal? Yeah, okay, you I, got him with gas. I points? mean, it, it, I, he should be bad for how much I was paying him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I was telling him how I think my boyfriend's lying to me and that he might be cheating on me. And his response was, "Everybody lies." Everybody cheats. Oh, who the hell is this yeah. guy? And I was like, I don't lie. Like, I, maybe I would lie, uh, like a white lie about, like, if someone's like, do I look fat in this dress and I don't know them very well? And I'm like, nah, you look great. <laughs> you if know? I don't know them very well, I'll be like, absolutely. You look like a fucking yeah. whale in that dress. If, if I change. love you, I'm like, you should not buy that dress. Yeah, you look like Big Bird But in if that you're dress. a stranger, I will lie to you. Do I lie to my partner? No, I don't. I never lie to my partner. And I don't cheat. I've... I'll lie if it saves my ass. <laughs> absolutely, 100%. Can't wait to lie if it saves my ass. But I hey, get you. honey, did you get, change the kitty litter? And I'm like, absolutely. No, your biggest lie is I'm about to. <laughs> yeah, well, guess what? I'm about to. He'll say I'm about to for three days. You're damn straight. I will. <laughs> I'll drag it into four if I can. If I can get away with it. Yeah, yeah. Today's yeah. the third day though. And I then do it the now. way that I then he actually does it is I'm like, you know what? I'll just do it. That's true. And, and then he does it. it. Oh wow, magically he'll do it if I try to do it. I'm like, I just want it done. Anyway, what a piece of shit, right? Those are things. Terrible husband. Those no, are things. I knew whatever are, you need, though. Are fine. They I have try- nothing to do with uh, 
the, with love or the relationship. Yeah. Cheating and lying, I feel like, has everything to do with love. And that's not something that I personally could settle for. So you make a list of what you are not, absolutely not by any means, going to settle for. And that was something that I had never done before because I had always been like, Oh, you actually made a physical list. I did because if I, because I always just fell in love with people, like fell in love with the person. And it took me a long time to find someone I actually liked and actually felt, would think I was like in love with. And so once that happened, I would just, just excuse everything that they did. Anything shitty that they did to me, I would just excuse it. And I didn't realize that I was finding people that were doing the same shitty things, the same exact shitty things. And I was just, you know, excusing it and putting up with it and being totally devastated and hurt inside. But feeling like, well, that's just how relationships are. Right. And they don't have to be. So for me, it was uh, people that had depression that were funny, but they had depression and they lied a lot and I would catch them lying and then they would lie about the lie like make me feel crazy for because I caught them lying and so over time I started thinking I was crazy and I would start doubting my own judgments you are kind of crazy I am crazy but not in that way yeah I'm not crazy in the way that I will uh, be paranoid and jump to a conclusion that is not true I will make sure I have actual like stuff that backs up the claims I'm going to make or I won't make those claims I'll be suspicious but I won't actually make claims if i have a claim to make it's because i found some shit and i would find shit and they would lie about the shit that i found and make up crazy stories and i would remember the stories and then they would kind of like contradict yeah, that's where themselves you're good. You're, later. you'd be a very good lawyer yeah you remember everything and detective yeah i'm pretty good at that stuff where i'm crazy is is emotionally i'm not good at keeping my emotions very stable no like God, i just no. will absolutely go not. off that's the only place that anyone could Zero say to hey you're kind of crazy and i'm like yeah i'm passionate <laughs> nice yeah that's what i am yeah nobody passionate. believes me because you're so damn cute well i am very but cute she's and... absolutely out of her mind i'm i'm not and every day all. she's always up to something i can't wait to find out what it is like i'm literally excited for tomorrow because she'll be up to something else tomorrow <laughs> like today uh, we were talking about how our friends just got a tesla model x which is super sick mm. And she was like, I don't even think it's that great. Like, I don't care about it. Like, I don't I didn't say shit. it wasn't that great. I was just like, I just don't get cars. So yeah, I don't really like, I don't, like, I don't really care. I'm, I don't really get it. And she's like, yeah, I didn't, <laughs> didn't think it was like that great. I, like, like, whatever. No, like, it didn't sound like You basically that. did. No, no but I while did. you ate eggs out of a fucking bag. <laughs> She's saying this shit about a Tesla Model X. Maybe one of the most beautiful cars I've ever been in. Had this beautiful computer console in the center and shit. And she's like, yeah, I just don't get what's so great about it. Like, it wasn't even that classic inside. And she's fucking reaching into a plastic bag and taking hard-boiled eggs out and fucking eating it in traffic. Unbelievable. My white I'm trash princess. i better than that Tesla. Exactly. Exactly. This is why this woman's out of her mind. I absolutely love her, though. So I'm eccentric, okay? Exactly. But I'm not crazy. Like, if I find something i'm not crazy and delusional about it no um, but you're always up to something that's what i like but about yeah it. i will not be able to control my emotions and i am a bit eccentric jesus <laughs> nice yeah like you're describing art at the guggenheim i'm passionate and eccentric okay Steve? yeah it's very I'm eccentric not... choice yeah totally <laughs> no she's crazy. just like fucking cries on the floor <laughs> randomly <laughs> Out of nowhere, I just come in the room and she's on the floor crying and she's like, go away. You know what? When I was a child, I was not allowed to cry. Like, so I had to suppress a lot of crying, even though I feel intense emotions. And it was very, uh, it was not healthy because then later I couldn't feel anything. I became um, 
very non-empathetic to everyone. Like, oh, wow. I couldn't feel like if someone was like, these children are starving in this country. I'm like, so? So, that's not yeah. my children. No, but, it, but not that I felt, like, I felt, like, logically, I'm like, oh, no, that's terrible. But I couldn't feel mm. pain. Like, I couldn't feel their pain and, and relate to that because my dad made me not be able to express my feelings. So I learned that you're supposed to just not feel anything. Like, you're supposed to suppress everything, which completely shut off all of my empathy. You know what was great that we we were raised with is... Wait, can I finish? Because now everyone thinks I'm a heartless monster. Yeah, I do. So then when I moved to L.A. and started doing acting classes again, like taking it seriously, it really got opened up again and a floodgate happened. And everything that I actually am... Like from childhood, that I am like deep down to my core came flooding out. Where like I am very empathetic to people, like to a fault. Where oh, yeah. like I take on people's pain. You care too much. And, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no. But that's, that's why, your weakness. But your that's weakness why, is you care too I, much. But that's right? why I cry every day. It's like half the time, it's not even my own shit. It's just pe- I just feel other people's emotions. Yeah. So if I watch something on TV or the news or something like. I pick it up like someone, some mother lost their child. I can't stop feeling pain and crying. So now it's like, you know, what side do you go? Do you go like sociopath can't feel anything? Who cares if people die? Or do you go, oh, my God, I feel everything. And um, I think you can find a nice middle ground. And so I try. That's what I do every day. I understand. That is my Everest. Well, let me tell you. Let me tell you what I think I was raised with, which is which is super dope. I, I always didn't get along with this in relationships, too. Like when you get into an argument. Then they're like, I just have to go be alone somewhere right now. And then they would just like leave, right? Or they would want to go go somewhere. I'm going to my mom's house or some shit, right? Uh, I was always – my parents wouldn't let us do that, like straight up. Like if we were in an argument or some shit and you, I wanted to go to my – storm off and storm in my room and close the door and be alone, they wouldn't let you do that. They were like, we got to deal with it right here right now. Oh. So that's what – that's why I'm very And you like, like that. Oh, yeah. I, well, I, I learned to like – want to try to figure it out instead of just doing the whole like i'm just mad need to be alone now thing oh really because when i try to talk to you when you're um upset about something you like to be alone and figure it out oh no no no. if i'm personally trying to figure something out with myself absolutely yeah i I, i'm a a man i try to i try to solitarily figure it out like a man would right like i can hear my grandpa in my head like Come on, you little bitch. Like, figure it out. What? What? You're not a grown-ass man yet? <laughs> like, so I like to figure it out, you know? But but, but if, I'm, if I'm in a fight with you, I never do that. Have you ever, have you ever done no. that once? Never. I'm not like, I, I just can't talk to you right now. I need to be alone. Like, to mm-hmm. me, I hear my grandpa in my head like, oh, really? You need to be alone, little boy? What, are you going to try a dress on? Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I just can't, uh, I can't figure out how to even do that. Like, so that's yeah. why every time that you're like, I'm going to Santa Barbara, I'm like, I don't want you. I, <laughs> I haven't said that in years. Well, I know, but you know. Yeah. Anytime that you've been like, I'm going to Santa Barbara, because that's where her folks live. <laughs> well, the uh, first year, we fought a lot. Yeah. And it was over stupid shit. Oh, like, yeah. petty shit. And um, that was always my go-to was like, I'm going to Santa Barbara where I live. Yeah. Because I, I was used to dating guys who were going to walk out. I was used to dating guys who walked out on me during fights. So before you could get to walk out on me, I'm going to walk out on you. Nice. You know? Yeah. And it was, that was part of the projecting old relationships. But um, Yeah, gonna, I would never let you out that door, though. Uh, yeah, you wouldn't. No. And that's how I was like, this guy's the one. He's a keeper. He's the he's mine forever. Yeah. And I was like, damn, I like walking behind her. So, haha. so <laughs> no matter what, I ain't letting her walk out that door. And on that note, we're going to break for an ad. Maybe an ad. Hopefully an ad. Is it oh, an ad? Oh, God, I hope it's an ad. Is it an you ad? You think it's going to be an ad this time or is it going to be shtick? I, I don't know. Okay. I really don't know, Steve. Yeah. Let's see. Let's find out. 
Just want to thank our sponsors for this week's podcast, HelloFresh. HelloFresh is a meal kit delivery service that shops, plans, and delivers step-by-step recipes and pre-measured ingredients so you can just cook, eat, and enjoy. Look, there's something for everybody with HelloFresh's selection, okay? You got three plants to choose from, classic, veggie, or family. And each box is made up of fresh, responsibly obtained ingredients from carefully selected farms and high-rated, trusted sources. You can rediscover the excitement of cooking, something that I never thought was exciting to begin with. But did you rediscover it? I actually just discovered it. So you, I, so you didn't rediscover? No, I discovered it. Well, for those of us who have already discovered, you can rediscover. And you can look forward to your HelloFresh delivery and knowing that dinner just got that much easier. It's like Columbus finding America. He rediscovered there, a place that has already been there found. people already there, yeah. Yeah. You can feel confident when cooking HelloFresh with the simple recipes outlined on picture, step-by-step instruction cards, much like I have to do with Steve for anything I ask of him. HelloFresh believes cooking should be simple and convenient, and not uh, a man holding a wheelbarrow. What is that? A chore. Oh, a chore. Yeah, it shouldn't be a chore. Yeah. All the ingredients come pre-measured in handy labeled meal kits so you know which ingredients go with which recipe. You're not going to spend all night in the kitchen because recipes only take around 30 minutes. You're going to this gives you more time in the shower wherever you wish you were. Let me tell you this. You get out of that recipe right and you start cooking outside your comfort zone by discovering new delicious recipes in each week's box. You get delicious filling meals delivered right to your front door every week for less than $10 per serving. And free shipping. Yeah, that's right. Holy cow. That's right. Free shipping. Free shipping. I personally loved this recipe called the Patatas Bravas. It was so good. It was a salad. Who'd have thunk? But it was so good. It was excellent. It was by far the best Potatoes Brava I have ever had. For $30 off your first week of HelloFresh, you can visit HelloFresh.com slash U30. That's HelloFresh.com slash Y-O-U-3-0 and enter the code U30-Y-O-U-3-0. Not the letter U. It's like the word U. That's awesome. Yeah. Anyway, back to the podcast. Shit they don't tell you is sponsored by the Guggenheim. It's time to find some real art, and that's why we sponsored the show. It's There's nothing but art, wall-to-wall art. Come to the Guggenheim, where there's also wall-to-wall art. We also do have a restaurant. Wow, where is the Guggenheim? Because I really want to go. I have no idea. Wall-to-wall art. <laughs> Welcome back. We get classy sponsors. We wow. really do. Always classy. We are blessed. Never Hashtag trashy. blessed. <laughs> Never trashy. Never Always trashy. classy. Right? Um, but we'll take the trashy ones. I don't, I don't care. Were you talking about something that was very important? Uh, were we? I don't know. What do you mean? Well, we got some questions. So Let's I was wondering it. if we should wrap up whatever we were talking about, but I can't even remember because that ad know. was so good. I never know because the, <laughs> the ad was yeah. so, and it was so, it made us so rich. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're very rich. You know, podcasters are very rich. The people who can see this on my channel can see that we're just thumbing through wads of cash right now, <laughs> which you get paid as you give the ad. It's pretty great. Yeah. as it just falls while the That's ad is it. playing. Okay. So Claire asks... And by the way, if you ever have any questions or, or messages, um, you can message us at podcast at Nikki.limo, and we will see your message. And we will and, use your first and last name, and we will tell everyone <laughs> who you are. Yeah, put a pseudonym if you don't want us to say your name. A pseudonym? A pseudonym? Is that what it was called? Uh, no, it's What's a it pseudonym. Oh, shit. Holy absolute Wait, can we hell. redo that? Fuck, no, we I don't can't. want to look dumb. No, leave it in. I don't want to look dumb. Leave it in. Oh, leave it in. Leave it in. Mark's leaving it in. Are you sure? No, it's staying. 
A Sweetenham, you idiot? A Sweetenham? I'll never forget this one. I've only seen it on paper. A Sweetenham? Sweetenham. A Sweetenham? It looks like suede on paper. Yeah, exactly. It does look like suede. Argue with me. Tell me it doesn't look like suede on paper. Technically, it starts with suede. Yeah, a The P I knew was silent, so there. You're an idiot now. Nobody will think you're smart ever. Great. I like it that way. That way I'm underestimated. Oh, good. Okay. So Claire asks, for a relationship segment, how does one overcome body dysmorphia in a relationship? I feel like that's a great wow. a great question. Because there's always days still that I'm like, no, I look fat. Don't look at me. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And I know I'm not fat. But no. like in the mirror, I look fat. Like I look fat and I don't want you to look at me. Um, yeah, she's really insistent on when I can look at her, when I cannot look yeah, at her. Yeah, because sometimes he looks at me and I'm like, yeah, I own this shit. Like, <laughs> I always like what I see, so that's why I'm looking. Yeah, but so some days I'm like, ew, I'm gross. Stop. Wow. Why are you looking know. at I've me? I've never seen that day. <laughs> you look good. You look hella good. I know you're sweet. Well, she doesn't always say that. Well, she's always like, don't look at me. And she's like, stop it. I can't even be like secure like in my house and change in my own no, room. No, but that is true. I do like some privacy while I'm changing it. I don't get it because I deny you're your always privacy. in the bedroom when I have to I'm change. I'm a huge fan of your naked body. I know, but I just like it for me. Whatever. We're fighting. Whatever. We're fighting. This podcast is over. We could never. I could never do a podcast with you again. We could never do a podcast together. No. We just fight. That's right. We never fight, by the way, but we just fight. That's right. I would um, say, I mean, you're the you're the body dysmorphia expert. I would say, what, what would, expert, right? Is a what, loose term. Like, I mean, I guess it's just listening. I think it's an man. ongoing. It's an ongoing uh, thing that you have to work on. So I don't think that becomes solved. No, it's like more. You have to more do inner work. So instead of, it has nothing to do with the relationship. You know, it's more you and how you view you and how you, how much you love yourself and. And are giving yourself love on a daily basis. And that that part's really hard for me. Again, I think from childhood issues. <laughs> I yeah. just think it's really uh, – I had a very perfectionist father. And, that, and then we have a great relationship. By the way, Dad, I love you very much. Um, but I never got, like, love or praise unless I was doing oh, something perfect. No, no, unless I was doing something perfect. Damn. So if I was getting – dark as shit. If I got really good grades <laughs> – then I and no, he loved me the whole time. But I love the, the, <laughs> the little tags. By the way, dad, dad was the best. No, he did. But he, he wouldn't feed me for weeks no, at a time. No, he was a great dad. No, he just um just the way that he was brought up was by a military father because that's just how it was back then. And so he never did any of that. And uh, but he was just very strict on what um what he considered to be a good standard. And so, like, it was like if I got really good grades, then it was like, yay, you did a good one. You did a good right. job. But not – if I got a B, then no, you don't get praise. And so Asian I feel dad. like I took that mentality into every aspect of my life. So if my body isn't perfect, then it can't be loved. Like, it shouldn't be loved. It doesn't I deserve see. to be That's loved. That's fascinating. Yeah. And, and I didn't realize that I was doing this until um, – until I realized, until I went to a psychologist, and like I realized I was doing that in every area of my life, it, in my career. If I'm not booking work, then I shouldn't be loved. Like I shouldn't, I shouldn't have any success or any anything because how how could I if I'm not even good enough to book work? You know. Yeah, that makes sense. And so I um, I feel like that has a lot to do with just constant reminding myself that I deserve to be loved and that. Um, it, do, it doesn't have to do about it 
love shouldn't be distributed based off of what you've accomplished or what you've done. It should just be because because you're a human being and you're worth being loved. Like if you think of a baby, a baby coming in the world, they didn't do anything, but you just love them. Like right away you love them because yeah. they're a baby. <laughs> I remember when we were first getting together, you you were like um, – well, it was before we got together, but you. But this is like a year before, I think. But you, you were telling me that you were up for this show, like this, yeah, uh, yeah, that yeah. Charlie Sheen show. What and the hell was it? You don't have to talk. Don't don't say the show. Oh, you were yeah. up for for the show. Yeah. And then, um, and you were pretty close. Like you were in like the final whatever the yeah. hell, a, a round of auditions. And it was like um, a show that was going to be automatically uh, in dis- in syndication. Yeah, you get like, like ninety six episodes they out of the gate. Hundred episodes. Yeah. Yeah. So so I I remember I told you. And I was just like, you know, just like, hey, I think you can get this. I think this, you, you're gonna get this. Like, this is. Yeah, you I were think, like, you, I could totally see you on that. I could that see makes, you doing that. This. Makes sense, is what you said. Yeah, yeah, and and you were stunned by that. Yeah. Because I don't think you were getting that at all no. in your life from anywhere. No, like, not in my my relationship. I remember, I remember, I I didn't tell my parents anything until after I would book things. So that was just automatically like I didn't want to tell them unless I knew for sure like something was coming out that they could watch because that's embarrassing when you're like I'm on the show I've oh, done yeah, that before do that. and then yeah. it never comes out yeah, exactly. okay so I only told my boyfriend at the time who was living with me and I was like you know I was telling him how I was nervous because this was like a big deal it's a huge career changer if I were to get it and how like what if I'm not good enough and he was like mm, I'm sure you're fine yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what he said. Right. He wasn't like, you're so talented or yeah, like you're, yeah, yeah. you know, some stuff that builds you up. And I don't want him to lie to me. Yeah, I but... didn't think I was building you up either. I was just I was just like, I really could picture you on the show. I really thought I really thought you could do it. Yeah, and I almost cried. And you're right. I could tell. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Yeah, because uh-huh. like nobody had said that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it was all easy after that. Holy so shit. anyway, body dysmorphia. <laughs> um, I think also just being on camera and being in an industry – um, where well nowadays everybody's on camera because you're all on Instagram. So sure. like just knowing that you're taking pictures and the public's gonna see you and people are gonna judge you. I think it and is. People are gonna just, leave comments about you and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, shit. that's another thing. Saying like, you look pregnant all the time. Today, shit. like they yeah they leave comments all the time saying I look pregnant or they think they see a baby bump mm-hmm. and it bothers me. But it's I know that it shouldn't bother me. You yeah. know, and, but it. And with me, they just call me. I say I look like shit all the time, and I'm like, yeah. It's just because right. I exercise yeah, so much, much and <laughs> I, I diet. I mean, like I not diet, but I like eat really healthy. I eat healthy foods, and um, and I exercise all the time. And so, like, to get told like that you see a baby bump, it's like, ugh, man, like what do I gotta do? Yeah. So Claire, um, I would say, even if you have body issues that you're constantly struggling with, that's like your own little battle. Don't – it has nothing to do with the relationship. So don't bring your partner in and be like, do I look fat? Am I fat? And, like, need constant validation from them because then they start feeling like they're in a position where they have to, like, constantly tell you that you don't look fat and that you are um, – Yeah. Instead of what it really is, which is am I worthy of love, <laughs> which is – so that's what you should focus more on. Um, does my partner love me <laughs> like for who one, I am all all or nothing exactly and one thing that I do too that helps me a lot with that because you know I feel like I could look a lot better and I'm working on it man um, but I drink alcohol and uh, when I do when I look at myself in the mirror I'm like oh that's pretty good <laughs> 
like, well, you have job. like op- opposite body dysmorphia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I do. you don't know you gain weight until someone tells you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or exactly. until you like see a picture you know or that. something. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Whereas I'm on the on the pro, I'm on the offense. But if the- I see myself in something, like like um, gosh, a couple couple months ago, I was on the Stevie Weeby show. Yeah. And I looked at myself in that video, and I was like, holy shit. You but in the mirror, you don't, shit. you don't see that in the mirror. Not necessarily, no. Not all the time. It depends. Because yeah. we have some friendly mirrors at home. I like, don't think they're friendly at all. My bathroom mirror, see, that's, though, see, that's is the pretty difference. friendly. I don't, don't think any mirror in our house is friendly. You don't think friendly. our bathroom mirror is friendly? But that's, what I, that's why I think that it's it's more of a mental state than, I see. than um, a, what you actually look like. Because but if you, I see myself on camera, I'm like, oh, look at that fat piece of shit <laughs> going by again. But if I see myself at home in the bathroom mirror, I'm like, oh, I'm pretty good. And then if I, and then if I, and then if I like, you know, have a shot of whiskey or something, uh, I'm like, like, I'm like, like, damn, you looking? Fine. I'm like, I have washboard abs. <laughs> Tell me they're not washboard. I'm like, I, I can't, I can't tell like, the difference. I'll wash the clothes on here right now. Yeah, you can I'll wash clothes on this. Watch me wash the clothes exactly on right. this. Watch, are you watching? Exactly. Uh, yeah, um, that's great. I actually, I, I envy you. I Thank pref- you. I would prefer that. I envy me. I envy drunk me. <laughs> He's the best. Okay. We have uh, another question. My friend is so desperate to be in a relationship, he falls for every single girl that speaks to him. Is it, a, is it at a detriment to his mental and emotional – oh, it is at a detriment to his um, – let me just start that over. It is, bleh, it is at a detriment to his mental and emotional well-being. However, I have tried to make him see sense and be less desperate but to no avail. What can I do? P.S. Sticky is goals. P.S. Sticky is goals. And signed a frustrated homie. Is she just a homie or is she trying to get this dude? Who's this interested in a friend? But perhaps someone who would be a potential lover. That's my advice. Oh, you think. Love him instead. That's what I say. You think this is a girl. You're assuming this is a girl talking about a guy friend. That's what I thought. Am I wrong? Oh, I don't know. It could be. I, I actually I don't know because there's no name, so oh. I don't know. I thought when I read it, I thought it was a dude looking out for his homie. Oh, if it's a homie, yeah, maybe, maybe. But yeah. it might be a girl. That'd be kind of tight, right? Yeah. And she's, she's so. Let's talk about both. It's like of the them. movie. It's like the never been kissed thing. Um, if he is falling for every single girl that speaks to him, I knew guys like that. Yeah, my my brother's kind of like that. Oh yeah, your brother's a lot like that. Actually. <laughs> no offense, Dane. I'm just slamming and my Dane, whole my and whole Dane family. Dane thinks that all these chicks are super into him too. Yeah, which but is, he has a girlfriend now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's tight. But and he we like her, right? Yeah, we like we her. like her. Yeah, Good. I haven't met her, but I like her from. I always her. ask this when we go anywhere with Nikki. Like I always say, we I, like her. I'm like, we like her, or <laughs> we like him. Like if we're going with your aunts and uncles or somewhere, and I'm yeah. like, we like him, right? And then if she says yes, then then we do. Then we do. We like him. Because like if I was hanging out with like say my my uh, you know my aunt or whatever, I'd be like, no, we we don't like her. <laughs> See? It makes it easy. And that is that is great that we have that. Yeah, it helps. Code going on. Exactly. Um, I I mean again, this is something to do with people's self esteem. If they're falling for every single girl that that talks to them, then it's something to do with validation and feeling that. Maybe they're not good enough for someone to fall for them. So then they think that everyone. Yeah, they're trying to overcompensate for the lack lack of uh, attention that they get. Right. So all the littlest attention they get, they blow it up into a fucking huge thing. Huge deal. And it's not. Yeah. And that's that's how a lot of these guys end up being the hashtag nice guys. Because 
they think that every they mine every little detail of a comment that a girl makes. Yeah. And then they think the girl really likes them. Yeah. And then they they climb onto the girl and the girl's like, "Yo, I don't like you." And they're like, "Yeah, cuz you only like assholes and I'm just such a good guy forever.com." Think, I've had a guy come up to me and be like, "Um, I think your friend's gay." All right. That's <laughs> because, funny. And they're like, "No, no, no. I really think she is." Because like she was putting out all these vibes and then I asked her out. And she said no. I know. I, I know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then he started pointing out things that he thought were like facts. I'm like, no, she's definitely, she's definitely not, not gay. gay. We've she's heard her and talk. She's definitely not into you. Yeah. Was she's not, not into you. She let us know. <laughs> You'll be fine. She also talks she's about just, dicks a lot. She's and she a really very likes dicks. nice person. Actually, uh, she'll go out with any guy except for you. Not you, though. Just not you. <laughs> Unfortunately, I think for your friend – because you're saying it's at a detriment to his mental and emotional well-being. But he's not going to make a, t- a change like you trying to make him see sense and be less desperate. He's not going to be open to that until he actually hits rock bottom. All you can do is be says, real with your boy. Be real with your homie. Yeah. That's all you can do. Be real with your homie. Like, hey, man, guess what? You're going to be like niceguyforever.com because unless you change this like whole like I got le- to blow everything up and do a huge thing when right. it's not. Yeah. Oh, my God. But he's got to actually get to a point where he's like, oh, my gosh, how do I get out of this? Why do I keep doing this? And, like, you know, get get to that point where he's open to your help and advice. Because people don't change in, until they they actually decide to change. Totally. Um, so good luck with that, frustrated homie. And if you are a girl trying to swoop in them DMs, good luck to you. Um, okay, we got time for one more question, I think. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's pick a good one. Get a good one for once. Those last two were shit. Okay. Hey, <laughs> people don't know when you're kidding or not. Sometimes. No, I'm, I mean, I'm because you don't. You're so deadpan. I'm 100 serious. He's not. The last serious. two were terrible. Hey, good, Nikki good and Steve, longtime fan of you both. Thank you so much. Oh, that's very nice. Super you. happy you guys decided to make a podcast. Finally, so a good are question. we. Wow, Finally. they haven't even heard our podcast yet, and they. Already are Yeah, happy. they already like it. Um, or by now they're like, I don't listen to it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I've been friends with a guy from school for a little over eight months now, and we seem to mesh really well. We're studying the same thing, have the same humor, and he's just genuinely someone I like to be around. We graduate college in a, we graduate college in less than a month, but we'll be living in the same area afterwards. We're also pretty comfortable with each other already, so I guess my question is what do you guys think is the best course of action to go from friends to something more? Thanks for the help. I wonder what the vibe is. Me too. Like, is the vibe like they kind of like each other, but they're too pussy to say anything? Like that yeah. kind of thing? Also, um, like, I wonder if this is a girl or a guy, you know, because I think it's different. Because I know somebody who has severe attachment issues, mm-hmm. and this person will not let a girl know that he likes them because out of fear. Mm-hmm. Out of pure fear. Mm-hmm. And when I think that this person, who shall remain completely nameless, uh, very <laughs> he, good guy, by the way. He may or may not be in this room He's right a now? good man, I'll tell you. <laughs> he's a good guy, I'll say I'll say that, I'll tell you. But he he's so afraid of the no that he'll never know. And isn't that beautiful? That is, that is exactly what I was going to say. You have to make a move because... You'll wonder what if all the time. Always. And I never. It's called unrequitedlove.com, son. My biggest thing in all of life is to not have that what if feeling. I actually ended a five year relationship with nothing wrong. There was nothing wrong in our relationship, but I just had that what if feeling of like, 
what if there's someone better? Like, I just felt I'd never dated in my adult life. He was, like, from um, when I was, like, under 18. So we dated for five years from, like, 17 to 22. And I just was like, I don't think I can marry this guy because I don't know what else is out there. And if I'm even having those thoughts of, like, what else is out there, what if there's someone that matches more, then I can't commit anymore and that was the weirdest breakup that I've ever gone through because I we didn't fight or anything I just had to be like yeah I don't I need to take a break and I don't know why and she sounds like she's already decided that she likes this dude uh, is it a she I think so so if this is a heterosexual where, relationship then right. it then the, I'm assuming she right but um if it uh if this is they get it LGBT, yeah yeah okay um but yeah if if it's like if you got a, if you got the vibe right going yeah then then just you already know what you like if you know what you like then you gotta try to go for it right you gotta yeah, take like, a swing okay so with Steve I just knew you got drunk. And you told me that you like me. Oh, yeah. Basically. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> and that helps a lot. I was thinking the of the other time when we were at the sketch. But, yeah, that's true. So um, She got drunk and just told me okay. what a great guy I am. And stuff. I, think, I feel just... like I've told this story a billion times. Yeah. But like when I was more. when I was writing those lists that I was talking about earlier of what I won't settle for anymore, I also wrote a, a separate list of, like, okay, if I won't settle for that, what do I want in a guy? Like, what? how do I want my relationship to look? When I walk out of our bedroom, what type of person is greeting me? What? Do, how do they treat me? What is that like? And I listed a bunch of qualities. And you drew and a hairline, I, a very specific hairline. And then I remembered, I remembered the way that Steve treated his girlfriend. And I was so... That was, like, so perfect. That was, like, exactly everything that I would want my boyfriend to do that I had never had anyone do for me. Just simple things like, I don't know, opening the door or being thoughtful and, like, taking – one time we were at a bowling alley and um, you took my shoes to a locker for me. That's just standard stuff for me. I know, but nobody had ever done that before. Like, where they actually think of you and put you before them. I always do that for the people that I'm in a relationship with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I never really had someone do that back to me unless they were trying to, like, unless they felt like they owed me or oh, something like that. Like, oh, she does this for me. I guess I'll do it back. Um, or I guess I'll, you know, kick her some some crumbs, throw some crumbs out. Yeah. Um, so I wrote down, I want a relationship exactly. I want the next guy that I date to be exactly like Steve Green. And then he and got then single. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, no. At this point, Steve and I have been friends for three years, but we had both been in a a serious relationship. And so we were completely off each other's tables. I had never even thought of him as a potential until I became single. And then I was like, oh, whoa. I I started seeing him in a completely different light. And And I didn't even think that you were attractive. See? So I was was completely (laughs) – had to be sold. I had to be sold. We were – so we were friends, similar situation, very comfortable with each other. We hung out a million times. Yeah, done a million things together. Same sense of humor, um, you know, meshed really well, like saw life the same way. But we were friends. Like how do you move it to the next level, especially when he was just going through a breakup? I had been single for like eight months at this point. So um, I just – you know, I put out vibes. To, this sounds really childish, but I, I told his best friend that I loved it, that I had a crush on him. Yeah, I didn't say I loved you. Didn't you didn't say you loved me. Yeah, no, I said I had a crush on you. And then his best friend was like, "Oh, sweet, a rebound hookup." Yeah, and I was like, oh, "No, no, 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 no." I get him some pussy. Hell yeah. No, no, no. I want to date him. So give it six months, 
And uh, but that's not how I roll. Yeah, uh, his friend did not wait man. six months. Well, but so. I'm a grown ass man too. I'm like, I, I, first of all, um, like you said, I mean, yeah, I I try to be a certain way in a relationship, uh, and when I find out that that is not recipro- reciprocated, yeah, especially later on, loyalty. You know, if if you big, find out you got cheated on, for example, or something, <laughs> something like that, like cornerstone. Yeah, I mean, you things. know, then you move on very quickly at least i did and i was just like fuck yeah. that whole last thing like blow it up i yeah. don't give a shit like i'm ready for the next thing yeah so that's what i, I just jumped on it so well I, I mean really i didn't even jump on it until we went on a date and then i was like oh shit i'm sold yeah totally because but that was the thing too is that michael was like oh i could give it six months or i could tell him now and i was like i really don't want you to tell him now because i want him to like have had a few rebounds first so i'm not like a rebound. Yeah, you were trying to overthink like the situation. Right. But the thought of you finding someone else and getting in a relationship before we even had a chance to to see if we clicked outweighed the like wanting you to be emotionally stable yeah, yeah, yeah. first. Yeah. So for me, it was like, hey, get him now or you're going to really regret if he gets in a relationship with someone who's just like you. What if you could find someone that's just like you? And then you'll wish that you would have said something. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know what to say. It comes at the risk of your friendship. So that's a hard thing. Fuck friendship. No, seriously. But if you really like this guy and you, like, just mesh that well, it's worth it's worth the risk. Opposite friends, friendships, or opposite sex friendships, if you're straight or whatever, right, mm-hmm. are doomed. Yeah. Doomed no matter what. Like, no matter what, eventually somebody couples up and then somebody's not as good friends anymore. You got to be like Jim and Pam, man. So, yeah. Jim had to tell Pam. That Jim he, had to tell Pam, And okay? he's like, I really want to be friends. And it ruined their friendship. See? But then, eventually, they got After married. Six seasons. And had babies. Spoilers. And then they ruined the show. And then they ruined the show. Office. So, there you go. Uh, so, Gave yeah. what we wanted. Good luck to you with that. I hope you, I hope you have some... I hope you get him, you know? Yeah, it man. sounds like it hey, should Hey, circle work. back with us. Let us know if it worked out. You should just like say like, like that was the worst advice ever. She's like it ruined you. my life. Thanks a lot. Literally, I eat out of a garbage can. I'll never find now. a friend like that again. Damn right. Damn. Hey man, we're just trying to give friendly advice. We don't know all the situations. We everyone don't know who's everything. Like, life like, didn't come with a manual. You? you guys aren't experts. We know we're not experts. We're not experts, dude. experts we're at just, all. We're just trying to navigate, man. That's the whole point of this, by the way. Is I didn't want to be an expert on every topic. I wanted to you to know that you're not alone and that there. All of us had to figure stuff out. Everyone is just trying to figure it out. That's it. We're all just human even the beings experts ain't experts, dude. With no manuals. I know. I know people were like, dude, I've I've got more talking to you for a couple minutes than I got from my therapist. Yeah. And it, for example. Me too. It's people all the time. What is it with that? I don't I think know. We just have people, a vibe. We have a vibe. People because, like are like, I want to open up to you for some reason. Yeah. People have straight up strangers have been like, I've never told anybody that in my entire life, not even my therapist. Yeah. And same. I'm like, whoa, I just met, I just was sitting here reading my book. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Why did she? It's a vibe, I guess. Yeah. With an open vibe. Yeah. I think it's that um, empathetic thing that I was talking about earlier, yeah. like where it's almost like they could subconsciously tell that. I could relate to their pain if sure. they told me. Yeah. Weird. And then I go and tell everyone their secrets after. <laughs> <laughs> I posted to a, a secret blog. Oh, yeah. And I and talk about how stupid they are for telling me <laughs> their secrets. I'm a really good secret keeper, I feel like. People you are have, very good at people secrets. People have told me their secrets, and I have not told anybody. Yeah, we're good secret keepers. We're really good secret keepers. Unless it's a real juicy one. But we'll tell each other. <laughs> oh, yeah. We'll tell each other. We tell each no other secrets in the marriage. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, it's required by law. And that's, that's it. not. But. No, it's not. <laughs> 
All right. Any um, – oh, by the way, thank you for listening. If you uh, would like to rate and review us, that would help us a lot. And if you have any questions or topics that you really want to hear about, feel free to message us. Shoot them in. We read all this stuff, man. Podcast we appreciate it. at Nikki.Limo. N-I-K-K-I dot L-I-M-O. Uh, final thoughts before we wrap up? Um, you know, love yourself. And love only, yourself. only, but only through loving yourself will you find someone worthy of loving. I really do believe that. I believe that too. So don't you look at me I, like I that believe, with that face. I believe you attract the type of love that you feel for yourself. So I, if you feel like shit, shit towards yourself, then you're going to find shit love. And I if, agree. And if you learn to like really accept yourself, everything, flaws and all, then you'll find someone that accepts you flaws and all. And there will be an innate confidence in you that is more attractive to people than like the, oh, I just suck at everything. I can't do anything. I suck. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. nobody wants to be with you if you suck that much. If yeah, you even like, think oh, that you God. suck, nobody wants to be with the I guy who sucks. I constantly tell you that you don't suck, but now I kind of feel like you do suck because it's of like how much I have to tell you. It's like you're convincing me how much you suck. I guess you suck. Hey, you're really good at selling us on that. But nobody sucks, man. I don't. Well, some people suck. But <laughs> but you know, you know what I mean? Like um, you, you, you got you to gotta love yourself you got to, like, I know it sounds so easy and people are like, come on, Steve, I can't just love myself, start loving myself. You have to start doing it sometime, right? You have to, like, find something about yourself that you like and then start attacking yes. life with that. Using that start as your weapon. There. Start there. Yes. Take that. Take one thing that you really like about yourself. And use it as a weapon in life. the shit out of exactly. it. Because um, like, here's the thing is that you go out in life. And you're already getting beat down. Life attacks you from all directions. Life can't wait to kick your People ass. People attack you. People want to bring you down. Uh, you know, businesses, taxes, just life attacks you. So you already are at a disadvantage there. But if you're the first person that's attacking yourself in the morning, then oh, you're, you're at doomed, a man. real Then you're going out. Then everything's kicking your ass. Yeah. Exactly. You got to be the one that builds yourself up, that like puts that armor on. And but not to the point where like you're super. You're the shit. You can't be the shit. Don't <laughs> be the find shit. Find a nice balance. Yeah, yeah. No, be. Don't love yourself don't, too much, okay, buddy. Yeah, don't be better than people. That's my, uh, my yeah, other thing. Yeah, don't be better. Than I don't people. like that at all. I, I try not to be better than people. Always think that I think I'm better than things because I guess I come on, come across. Well, because you're cynical. As right, exactly. Yeah. But I'm actually pretty optimistic, and I he is, and I try to. Um, not be better than things. He's like, actually really inspiring how optimistic he is. It's made me more optimistic. Oh, well, thank you. Even though I seem like the sunny one that's like. No, you're definitely not. <laughs> but you are in a lot of ways. Yeah. It's just that that's not where you naturally go. Yeah. So you, you have to. I feel like I've been burned so many times. I'm like, I don't want to get excited and then get burned. So I'll just not get excited. See, and they call me the miracle <laughs> man because for some reason it always works out. Don't live life that way. That's, that's what they call me the miracle man. Yeah. Yeah, you are the miracle man. I am the miracle man. All right. Final thoughts for me is, um, dang, um, don't settle. Don't settle. Don't settle anywhere. Find and, find things that you won't settle about. And when you find the one, all right, beat that pussy up. <laughs> beat it up. We're done. Don't hold back. And we're done. Beat that fucking thing up. Why didn't anyone tell me? Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... 
I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com.